Welcome to Undiet Yourself, the podcast with the sole purpose of helping you shed the shackles of diet rules and restrictions so you can eat healthily and happily. If you are looking to ditch the diet chatter that's running on replay in your head and your life, are trying to build a better relationship with food, and you're ready to nourish your whole body and well-being, well, pull up a seat. I'm your host, Shanique Allen, and I want to welcome you to the show. If you are ready, let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode. I am so glad you are here. So let me jump right into this episode. This is my backstory. I'm going to share with you how it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle was my mantra for years before life started to happen in certain ways and that mantra was destroyed so much that I ditched it entirely and reclaimed a new one redefined my health for myself so I'm going to share that with you it started when I was like 20 years old and I got into the gym to get strong for volleyball I was an athlete and when I stepped into the weights room I saw a handful of women and by that I mean three who had the kind of muscle that I'd never seen on women before and I was an athlete surrounded by athletes all the time and when I saw how these women looked I was like I want that I want to get that lean and muscle look so how do I do that I asked one of them after a couple of months being in the gym and she proceeded to tell me quite heartily, by the way, it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle, you know? And I was like, okay, what does that mean? And she told me her regimen, the food she had to cut out, how much discipline she had to exhibit to maintain that, what her workouts were like, her cardio was like, what her entire, I guess, structure, you know, around eating and exercise and strength training, her life really, what all of that was like. And to me, it sounded very rigid and awful at the same time. But I was also the person who said I wanted what they had, what she had. So I guess this is the route we're going to go. So off I went and with encouragement or with confirmation rather from the trainers I asked in the gym who backed up what she said, I was like, okay, here we go. Problem was, I went suddenly from eating normally to cutting out all the foods I would normally eat. And it was a struggle. Not to mention my volleyball game kind of went in the shitter <laughs> as a result of that. So much so that my coach cussed me out and said, he never sent me to the gym to get weak. He sent me to the gym to get strong. So I needed to get my shit together. So I kind of just started to eat more food because I really wanted to get back my volleyball game. I didn't want to get cut from the team. So I started to eat more. And even though I did, and it did improve my game, I still kind of held on to this cutting out unhealthy, quote unquote, unhealthy foods, which were more or less normal foods that I would have. But because it's not part of the lifestyle I was trying to live, the healthy lifestyle that I, you know, thought was necessary to attain the muscles that I wanted, I went ahead and just cut them out. And what this did was on the one hand, I felt like a badass because I was pursuing strength and I was pursuing, you know, the muscle. And it came with a level of quote unquote discipline, which I just call restriction that people kind of celebrated and were talking about, you know, I admire discipline. I wish I had your discipline and that type of thing. And it validated what I was doing because when I started to have the results, and the results showed it just made it that much more validating but on the other hand i was unable to kind of separate that it was extreme and not normal so they blurred together 
and as a result of that skewed my perception of what was quote-unquote healthy and this is where things started to get a little mud muddied because for years I lived like that and it became my identity but when life started to shift in certain ways this identity started to crumble I did things like I quit my job to start my own business and went from working nine to five to working all hours of the day my parents health started to decline my dad died suddenly I got married and then closed on my business and then moved to a new country to start a new life all these transitions seemingly one after the other kind of shook the very foundation I stood on where the health practices or the practices I had were concerned and what's more is I started if you are someone who spent an inordinate amount of time trying to diet your way to being healthy yet feeling more exhausted less nourished and struggling to have a good relationship with food then you should apply to Undiet Your Nutrition. Undiet Your Nutrition is my signature program for helping women ditch the diet overwhelm and reclaim healthy nutrition habits that serve body, mind, and heart. Inside the program, you'll be taking steps to release toxic diet culture beliefs, tune into your body's physical and non-physical needs, find peace with food, and cultivate a practice of kindness, compassion, and self-care. If this sounds like you, head on over to shaniqueallen.com slash program to apply and schedule a time to see if it's right for you. Now, let's get back to the show. And what's more is I started to get stressed out about maintaining them because of all that was happening. And it came really to a head when my mom got sick and I became her caretaker and my stress levels got to a whole new level. And I was like, I, I can't be counting calories because that's making me more anxious, making me more stressed. You know, worrying about food and exercise was just not feeling very healthy for me. So I decided to just ditch every single thing I knew up to that point and go with things that felt a little more intuitive. And for me, that was not tracking mac macros not limiting or restricting food, not worrying about exercise the way I used to, not stressing over my weight on the scale or how my body looked or how my body was changing. What it meant instead was I needed to focus on things like sleep, making sure I got good sleep to be there for my mom, taking more walks to help, you know, calm my head down, eating what was available, doing workouts that felt soothing for me, sitting down and doing nothing. I'm just relaxing, listening to music, focusing on my mental health or actually paying attention to my mental health because up until that point, I wasn't even aware that I was struggling with anxiety, which is what it was. And it was causing all kinds of irritability and more stress. And I started to find ways instead to manage that. And in so doing, I started to feel better. And it was then I recognized how much of a disconnect that existed between my body and what was really healthy or what felt really healthy. It is in that moment I redefined for myself what was healthy. And to me, it was more than controlling the way my body looked through food and exercise. This, my friends, is how I came to ditch this whole, it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. It was in fact a diet and it wasn't a lifestyle that I wanted to continue because of what it was causing me in terms of stress. So I gave it up and decided to go with something a little more intuitive and i find that for a lot of people particularly with my clients this is where they end up they may not have gone to the extreme that i did but like me many of them and maybe you have had a similar view of what 
is quote unquote healthy or what health quote unquote looks like. As a result of that, it's shaped what you've chosen to do. It's shaped how you think and it's shaped the relationship you now have with food, your body and your health, which you might be finding is not serving you very well. So what I want to share with you first off is three things that you may have bought into about health that has not served, is not serving you, and how you can go about changing or challenging it so that it starts to serve you better or so that you can serve yourself a lot better, particularly in redefining health in a way that nourishes you and helps you in your daily life. And the first one is the idea that health has a look. Let me be clear health does not have a look why because bodies are diverse they come in all shapes and sizes which means healthy will look different on every kind of body and the other thing here is that health is not always something in your control or put differently health is not 100% in your control which is an idea that has been perpetuated in the health and wellness space and particularly in that culture that you have control over your health if you do these things Yes, there are things that you can control that may have an impact, but rest assured that all the things you're trying to control, particularly through food and exercise, you don't always have that control. Look at people who have autoimmune conditions. Look at people who develop certain types of conditions. They have no control over that. People who are disabled, they have no control over that. People who are going through hormonal changes, think of your menopause and your pregnant women, for example, or those trans people going through particular hormone changes. Those things are not things they can control. People who have who lack basic needs have no have very little control or not as much control over their health and the conditions surrounding their health that others might think are one hundred percent within their control. So, in recognizing this, should make it very clear to you that health will not have a look and healthy will not have a look. So, in challenging this particular view, I want you to take note of three things. One bodies are diverse so you need to diversify your view of healthy bodies Two, acknowledge that you not you don't have 100 percent control over your health and not having that control entirely means that what is healthy for you will look different compared to someone else in addition to that it will mean that what is healthy for you now might not be so later on and vice versa the other thing and the final thing with this one is that changing bodies are normal bodies too There's nothing wrong with a body that's changing. What needs to happen here is that body needs the same care and kindness and respect, even if it changes. And so as you challenge this, this first point, you're challenging that singular ideal of health and healthy. It also means that in doing this, you're going to challenge other things. And one of those things, which brings me to point number two, is the concept of healthy nutrition. Now, within the culture, we've adopted and we've more or less accepted that healthy nutrition is about controlling your food to watch your weight and that you're good for doing so, however consistent you do it. I want to say two things about it. There's restraint and then there's restriction. Restraint is opting out of foods because you either don't like them, you don't want them, they're not satisfying, or you're made sick by them. And even restraint can be influenced by that singular narrative of what health quote unquote should look like but that's a different conversation for a different day or a different episode and then there's restriction which is the complete opposite of this where you are avoiding or limiting foods in pursuit of this 
thin ideal or this ideal look of health, which is to be thin or to be smaller. And the restriction, as far as health and nutrition is concerned, can lead to several things, many things. I can't list them all here. But the top of mind is disordered eating is what it leads to. It leads to you creating mistrust in the body, in your own body in terms of understanding and recognizing the signals and cues that it gives you. Um, restriction dismisses mental satisfaction that comes from having food. Recognizing that food is not just limited to the nutrients. It provides so much more than that. Restriction uh, assigns moral value to food or through restriction there's an assign assignment of morality to food where you're good for eating a salad or you're bad for eating a cookie and the restriction tends to place food on a hierarchy or put certain foods on a pedestal right and this creates disordered eating behaviors this creates um you know chaotic relationships with food now i'm not suggesting that you eat donuts all day and expect to be nourished but it's worth noting that when you are seeking to find nutrition that's quote-unquote healthy or contribute that will contribute to your health check what your underlying reason is is this nutrition that you're trying to make sure that nourishes your whole being or is this nutrition geared specifically towards losing weight or achieving this thin smaller body quote-unquote healthy body nothing wrong with wanting to change your body but recognizing that because you're thinner or smaller does not mean you're healthier so how do you challenge this particular idea that healthy nutrition is rooted in restriction aka controlling food recognize that healthy nutrition in and of itself is varied it includes a variety of foods and your level of access will determine what you can include so not everybody has the same access to the same foods so what is healthy for one on one person's plate might not be the same for someone else secondly having a positive relationship with food makes for healthy nutrition and that means you're going to make space for all kinds of food. This is without guilt, without shame, without the fear tactics. Challenging it also by recognizing that in order for you to develop a healthy eating habit, you need to explore and experiment with food. And you can't do that if you're restricting or limiting yourself based on rules or a particular ideal. You have to exercise food curiosity and that comes through exploring and experimenting. And then finally, recognize that food has no moral value. There's no morality to food. Food is absolutely neutral, but food has taste and texture. And as you challenge even this second point, you are challenging your own thinking and you're going to therefore challenge your behaviors. And what you might recognize is that adhering or adopting these two points that I've mentioned might be making it difficult for you to be at peace or find peace with food or pursue true health promoting behaviors so then in that case you want to ask yourself who is defining health for yourself is it you or is it this one narrative or and this brings me to the third and final thing that we've bought into which is tied to the first one that what you weigh is a measure of your health or what you look like is a measure of your health. Now, let me tell, I'll repeat this. Health does not have a look. And what you weigh does not your whole health make. Remember what I said in my story that I need in order for me to start feeling healthier and feeling more energized and less stressed what I had to do. It was a complete opposite of everything I was doing before that I thought was necessary for health. It was doing all of that and focusing on what was actually healing for me most of which did not fit this ideal. Now, a lot of people focus on weight as the indicator that they're healthy or they're not. 
when there are so many other things that feed into one's overall health. This focus on weight and treating it like it's a behavior, my friends, this is rooted very much in racist, fatphobic, patriarchal, misogynistic, and white supremacist. It's feeding into a culture built on those things that we've all grown up in and are probably st- and are still swimming in. Not probably, we are still swimming in it. What I want to bring up here is this is what exists. Your weight does not equate to your health. And what challenging this looks like is recognizing that bodies are diverse. Health will look different on, on, on different types of bodies, on every kind of body. And determining what is healthy for you needs to account for all of you, not just the size or weight of your body. That means you're looking at what your mental state is like. What kind of stresses you're facing? Are you s- safe and feeling safe? Do you have support? And how are all of these things impacting your ability to nourish yourself? Because health is much broader than just your weight, right? So in sharing these three things, I want to wrap up by saying that if you take nothing else from this episode, this is what I want you to take. You get to define what is healthy for you. And while there are many things or certain things that can indeed improve different aspects of your health, Those things by themselves in isolation do not define what is or can be healthy. So when you are defining health for yourself, remember one, health does not have a look because bodies are diverse. Bodies function differently. It's normal for them to change as much as it's okay for them not to change in normal ways. Two, healthy nutrition, because I highlighted it, it's expansive. Because food is varied, which means it serves many purposes. We all have different levels of access to it. There's no moral value and it nourishes people in different ways. And three, there are many aspects of health that may in fact be more important to tend to than what someone's weight is. Health isn't defined by one perspective because we are all diverse people. So please diversify your perspective as you aim to redefine it for yourself and this is where i leave you my friends thank you so much for tuning in please don't forget to hit the subscribe button leave me a review and share with someone you know who might need to listen to this if you're on the gram come and say hi at shanique allen underscore let me know you listened and until next time keep walking the good walk to undiet yourself Mm -hmm.